Welcome to Psalms 46.5 with your host, Samara Antoine, and our special guest, Ludiana. Hey, gum. <laughs> so today we have Ludiana as our special guest. We will be um, speaking about the Lord's work, you know, we're going to go into it. Mm-hmm. And before we start, I want to introduce Ludiana. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, guys. My name is Ludiana. And um, honestly, I don't really know why, like what to say, but all I can say is that I'm just a young Christian girl just, you know, trying to make my life right for God, of course. And, you know, yeah, I'm I'm her friend through my cousin. So, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. So, um, y'all already know me. It's Samara. And <laughs> y'all are actually, y'all should be proud of me. This is the, this is the fourth episode. And you guys are like, oh my gosh, she's being consistent. Right. Not not her being consistent, because right. I, I, before I was not posting. <laughs> okay, today's topic is going to be, what does it mean to be after God's own heart? Ooh, are you after God's own heart? Yes, I really am, guys, seriously. And, you know, we should be taking this stuff seriously. So if you're serious about it, you should be determined to be after his heart. So, like, with it, I... How I came up with this topic, I was reading First Samuel because right now I'm on a journey of reading like the whole Bible. Mm-hmm. So I'm in I, right now I'm in Second Samuel, but I was reading First Samuel, mm-hmm. and um, there was a point in First Samuel where King Saul he had disgraced God, right. and um, he made a sacrifice that was unworthy or um, that God did not like, and <laughs> you know God sent Samuel. Um, Samuel is a prophet of God and he sent Samuel to Saul to tell him, Hey, you're not you're not going to be my king anymore. Um what is what's actually gonna happen is I'm gonna have someone else to be who's after my own heart mm-hmm. to serve me and to lead the people of Israel. So yeah. in first Samuel chapter thirteen, verse fourteen it says, But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people. Because you have not kept the Lord's command. Mm. So Samuel basically was explaining, hey, you know, he's picking someone else. At this point, Samuel didn't know who the Lord was going to pick. Mm-hmm. But um, he describes David He describes David as being after God's heart and him becoming the ruler of Israel. So I wanted to get into what does um, being after God's own heart mean. And Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 it says and I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding so when he says that um, God calls people who are after his own heart to be shepherds to lead the people who are lost or um, for example sheep mm-hmm. so it, it's a way to describe David as someone who's a true leader and a king so when you are after God's own heart, you're a shepherd, you're a true leader, you're right. someone who leads people towards God. So in first in first Samuel, it also says it describes David when um, King Saul was mad and jealous over David for taking his spot or ba- basically being better than him. Mm-hmm. Um, he sent David out to war so he could basically like do tough things like for example when he was giving david his daughter to marry he sent david out Mm -hmm. to um get like things that are really hard to get and david 
he he never complained. Right. He, it says that in everything he did, he had great success because the Lord was with him. Mm-hmm. So he never complained. He knew that the Lord was with him and that he would help him get through whatever trials and right. um, tribulations that he would go through with Saul. So that's another feature of being after God's own heart. And in this verse, it refers to David of how successful it, he was because God was always with him. Um I was reading on a website, it says, what does it mean to be a person after God's own heart? It means your life is in harmony with the Lord. And I will be going back on that again. It means that your life, it means that in your life, whatever is important to him is important to you. Right. What burdens him will burden you. When he says, go to the right, you go to the right. When he says, stop, that in your life, you will stop it. When he says, this is wrong and I want you to change you come to terms with it because you have a heart for God. That's bottom line, biblical Christianity. Have you ever changed anything in your life that you knew that God was telling you, hey, you need to change, but like you, deep down you're like, I don't want to change. Like, yes. Um, honestly, maybe it might be wearing wigs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really, it's really tough out here. Y'all, just stay tuned later because... <laughs> Yeah, we got a testimony. Coming <laughs> we soon. have a testimony, we coming, have a testimony soon. coming soon. But for me, it was boys, like boys? not boys altogether, but the boys I was talking to or guys I was talking mm-hmm. to because I, I feel like boys sounds like little kids. Mm-hmm. I, I don't be talking to little kids now, but I'm saying like guys. So hey, I've talked about this on my episode, be- um, episodes before. But there was like guys I was talking to, like relationships I I started mm-hmm. that God was telling me you need to give this up. But I just felt so happy in relationships. Honestly. It's giving idolizing. Right. Mm-hmm. I was doing I could, that. I, I understand because. Most definitely. I was most definitely doing that. And because was. the last guy I was most definitely idolizing. <laughs> I was around him 24-7. It was always him on my mind. What can I do for him? What right. can I do? Like, you know. But now, baby, it's all about God. Right. <laughs> I, I do not be focused on men. I do not be focused on what they be doing. I be in my own world. Literally. Like, I told you this in the car. I be in my own world. You do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't know if I could talk about it, but right now it's like May 28th, and if you see what's going on in Target, she doesn't know nothing. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, what? in my own world. I mean, in my own world. As you should, though. Yeah, because like, I just feel like everything I focus, like, to be after God's own heart, you need to have your mind, right. your spirit, right. and your heart focused on what He wants for you. So <laughs> now I'm in the season where I'm like, after what God. He wants. Like, my desire is is to live a life that God wants me to live, right. to do everything that God like wants Like, what's your me to calling? Do. Everything, like mm-hmm. what my calling is, how I wake up. Like, it's to the point where I'm telling God, hey, I'm about to go brush my teeth. Like, everything I do. Oh, my gosh. Everything Wait, I do is about no. God. Wait, <laughs> no. Stop, stop, stop. You know, it's crazy. I literally was like, God, like, honestly, because my life is literally changing right mm-hmm. now. And I was like, God, like, you know, I be coming to you for, like, everything, but not everything. It's literally to the point I'm like, God, what shirt should I wear? Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, we that. need to have a friend in Jesus. Yes. And, yeah, yes. I just can relate to like that. I, like, some things, like, say, for, like, example, like, my closest friends. Right. Like, I don't really come to them for some things mm-hmm. now because I saw before, and they will get butthurt about it, and <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> they will get butthurt about it, but it's like, if I go to them for advice and it's not what God wants it's me to not. do, I'm going to be stuck on their advice. Right. So what I'm trying, what I'm working on right now, I'm not saying that I'm fully, um, I'm fully like this yet. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. Like the Lord is working on me, 
But I'm trying to get to the point where I'm running to God first right. instead of running to my friends first because my friends will not always have the best exactly. advice. So that's one of the aspects of being after God's that's own heart. True. You know, it's it's hard because I hard. like seeking um, uh, advice from other people. Right. But in reality, the only person that's going to have the best interest for me is the Lord. I don't even have the best interest for me. Mm-hmm. God will always have the best interest always. for me. But I wanted to move on to the misunderstandings of being a Christian. Because oh, yeah. people, I, I'm not going to cap with y'all. <laughs> a lot of people think that doing things is what saves them. Like, that's their ticket Ooh, to girl, heaven. Girl, talk about they it. They think <laughs> that these things, they think that these things are what, like, will basically let them, them go up f- to yeah, heaven. Yeah, give them a free ticket to heaven. Um I wanted to get into baptism, Mm -hmm. like not really talk about it, but like baptism is one of the things that people do and they think, hey, yeah, I'm baptized. I'm going to heaven. Oh, my gosh. I know people who got baptized like when they were younger, but they don't serve the Lord. Right. So they were just like, yeah, I got baptized when I was younger. So like I'm saved. Like Mm -hmm. I can do whatever I want now. That's crazy because I used to have that mindset too. (laughs) So, but that's not how it works. Like That's not how it works. And people also like, um, for example, they um, listening to Christian music they're like yeah i just listened to you know um maverick city the other day like me god knows what's in my heart like i listened to maverick city like last week Mm -hmm. i'm saved (laughs) baby (laughs) listening to gospel music is not a ticket to heaven no these like um what else reading your bible people People literally, I've seen it with my own eyes. People open their Bible, read a verse, and they're like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Talk about it. Talk about Bro, it. Talk about I it. Have, I've had people, like, literally be like, yeah, I, like, literally open my Bible app, like, every day. Um, excuse Or, like, me? they copy and paste the Bible verse and just, like, send post- it. Oh, post posting it on, on Instagram? Uh-huh, <laughs> and just call it a day and, like, yeah, that means uh-uh. I'm safe. Like, nah. that's literally what they do. And I'm just like... It's not in a judgmental type of way. It's not judging. It's like you cannot claim to be one thing and live for the other. Remember, I was just telling you that. Right. You cannot say you're a Christian. You cannot live in the world Mm -hmm. and say you're a Christian. Right. You cannot, what's it called, Um, say you live for God, but out here going to the club every night. Double life. That you can't live that double life. It's either you're black or white. Right, right. So the Lord says, if you are, if you, you can either be hot or cold. Right. If you are lukewarm, He will spit you out. Imagine being spat out by God. Mm-hmm. Imagine being spat out by God. That could be like that's the worst feeling ever. Just if you realize how big and gloryful God is, being spat out by God should be your worst fear. Like, oh just. Just the words. He literally, he didn't, he didn't say nothing else. He says, I will spit you out. Do y'all know when you spit something that's nasty? Like, you say, example, for example, you bit something that was disgusting. You spit like, it out. And it, imagine that. Imagine the Lord being disgusted. From God, with you. though. Imagine that. That That's just, like, that. That's just. Right. Uh, and um, another thing that people like to do is, like, they go to church. Like, they just, you know, yeah, I went to church last Sunday. I'm saved. I showed up. Like, my pastor <laughs> prayed over me. I'm saved. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you just reminded me. Okay. Being like, okay, when your pastor prayed over you, honestly, it's crazy because I had went to my friend's church uh, last week Sunday, and I got prayed over, like, anointed and everything. And I was thinking, like, you know, maybe, like, okay, I decided to go up to the stage. 
Um, I feel like if you do decide to go up to stage, like it doesn't matter what's going to happen to you. Just know your life will change and you shouldn't like basically go back to like, you know, like going to your old ways. So that's part of your like misunderstandings. Like, okay, well the pastor prayed over me. I'm going to be good. No, baby, because. The one thing about demons, they gonna come back. Right, if the you same leave that way. door, if you leave that door open, they'll they walk co- right. And, and not only that, they're gonna bring their friends. Mm. Seven times, se- mm. baby, talk about Tell it. <laughs> right. So that's the misunderstandings right. of being a Christian. They think mm. that because if you pray, or not even well, prayer is a strong thing. Right. But if your heart's not into it, you're not you're you're not gonna be fully into it at right. all. So um. Our hearts are is is another way to Jesus. You right. know, if we give our hearts over, if we let go of the pride, if we let go of the lust, if we let go of these things that give us temporary satisfaction right. and receive the one who gives us full satisfaction mm-hmm. for eternity. Exactly. You will see your life change in bountiful Baby. ways. Oh in my gosh. bountiful ways. Like it's so beautiful. It is very beautiful. So I also wanted to so now going into that, I wanted to talk about the truth of salvation, like how being saved, what it means to be saved mm-hmm. and how to be saved, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read a Bible verse, Ephesians 2, verse 8. Let me go to that. Yes, ma'am. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. What people think by being saved, again, they think that if they do these things, they'll be saved. Right. No, I'm sorry. Wait, you said Ephesians 2? Ephesians 2, chapter 8. Um, Going to church is not going to save you. It is a thing to get closer to God. It is something that we do in order to worship and Mm -hmm. show God, you know, um, how grateful we are. And also a way to connect to God, a way to be able to communicate to God. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a way to be saved. God says that we have the free gift of grace. He gives us grace. Um... If we choose to approach God on the basis of what we have done, then we are approaching him in self-righteousness. That means that we're approaching him in our own glory, that we don't need him. These are things that we've done. Like, if I do these own things, that means I'm righteous in myself. Mm -hmm. But we need to be, we need, what, dang, I I lost my throat. Mm -hmm. As opposed to be to the righteousness that he provides. So through him we receive righteousness, right? Right. So in Isaiah it says it says in Isaiah six forty six that our righteousness is as filthy as rags. So if we bring our own self righteousness, basically the things that we've done, like going to church mm-hmm. or um what's it called? What's another thing? Reading their Bible, worshiping, worshiping, like a false type of worship. If we bring those things before God, He's gonna look at it like it's dirty clothes, like filthy rags. So um, everything good, everything that is right, we could all do, but it all adds up to soiled garments before the Lord in comparison to His glory. Mm -hmm. So what we do, like reading our Bible, going to church, saying that we're Christian, listening to Christian music, all these compared to God. Is just dirty clothes. Right. That's what Isaiah six um sixty four verse six says. So it says, all of us have become like one who is un- who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. So I wanted to get into grace. So what grace means is <laughs> it is the free undeserved favor of God. So why do we need the favor of God? 
God's favor is needed because we are sinners. Right. We're sinners. What it means to sin is to be against God. Mm-hmm. God does not take anything that is against him. When right. he looks at those things, he has, he, it's anger, you know, because he's so righteous. Sin mm-hmm. cannot be near him. Exactly. He's holy. He is pure. Mm-hmm. So when there's sin, he has to deal with sin the right way. Right. So when we commit sins, it is, we build up what is called debt. Mm-hmm. So the debt of sin is death. Mm-hmm. If you sin, the debt of it, what you deserve is death. And people are not going to like that. People do not like that. They, they, that's the thing with self-righteousness. People think they are good. I remember asking a friend, hey, do you think you're good or evil? And they said, well, I think I'm good. You know, I read my Bible. I go to church. I do this. I'm a third. I think I'm good. Mm-hmm. So people, we already have a mindset that we're good people because we don't do, like, we don't kill or we don't, like, do things that are too, like, you know, things that will get us in jail and stuff, basically. Right. They think they're a good person. But in reality, we're living in sin. We were born in iniquity. Mm-hmm. It says in Psalms um, 51 that we were born in iniquity in our mother's womb. So the debt of sin is death. So people don't understand that the death of Jesus was what was pa- what paid our um our debt right the death of jesus when he died on <clears throat> he that cross sacrifice. he was the sacrifice if you look in the old testament in order to get your sins forgiven you would have to sacrifice an animal and do a whole ritual right a whole the same um who was it that was about to sacrifice their kid um moses, moses. yeah moses so yes so a whole no it wasn't moses it was, <laughs> it was abraham <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> my bad, y'all. It's okay. No, no, because that's my fault too. It was Abraham. Moses is the one who led Israel but, through the. Um, yeah, they would um have to sacrifice animals. Mm-hmm. It was rad, but Jesus so, came and that's know? the that's the whole point of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's why we do not sacrifice animals to get our sins forgiven because that's right. why Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Exactly. So when people don't realize that the death of Jesus was to pay the debt. Of our sins, of what we did. Jesus came onto this earth, lived a pure life, did not sin. Right. He lived a, a perfect life in order to be a clean lamb, in order to be sacrificed. So if you look in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. when Moses first came to deliver the Israelites from Egypt, they had the first Passover. Right. So in the first Passover, you have to take a lamb, a clean lamb, and you spend three days with it. I think it's three days, yes. And then on the third day, you kill it, which is Friday and then Saturday is the Sabbath you're not supposed to eat anything else and you eat the lamb right right so that (laughs) that that part is literally signifying Jesus right right? so Jesus so back then you had to keep doing that in order Mm -hmm. to get your sins forgiven but now in the New Testament it's like hey Jesus came he's that lamb Mm -hmm. he's our lamb right we he was sacrificed on that cross but the twist at the end he didn't die he rose. Well, no, no, he did die, but he rose again. He rose again. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he, he wasn't defeated by death. Death was defeated by him. Amen. So he defeated death and he rose again. And that's what people forget. They, they just do. think about the death part. They forget that he you know, rose, Jesus rose right. again and he is coming back for us. And he definitely is. Right, right. He is coming back for us. So um, I think I pretty much explained wh- what grace and... Well, actually, mm-hmm. I wanted to speak about the coming back part. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do tend to forget that Jesus is coming back. And 
Um, it's basically like you're saying, like misunderstanding, like living lukewarm. Because mm-hmm. guys, just think about it. He could come back within five minutes of us <laughs> sitting right here, and like just think about it. Are you living right? Not on being judgmental or anything, but it's reality. Like seriously, like I be thinking about it. I'm like, okay, well, I know I'm not. I'm not a perfect person. I'm not a perfect Christian. Like I'm literally a normal human being. But the difference is I'm striving to get closer with God. To so be every, after his own heart. To be at, amen, <laughs> amen. And basically, like, every day I just think about, like, well, okay, well, like, if I did something wrong, it's like, actually, look at the Holy Spirit. It just talked to me. Mm. This is kind of like conviction. Mm. Conviction, yes. If you know you're a Christian and you're living, like, lukewarm and basically, like, misunderstand, misunderstanding God's concept of, like, how to live like a Christian. We tend to forget that Jesus is coming, like, anytime. Mm. And, like, basically, we just need to, like, you know, get our Strive together. to be after his own heart. Strive own to do heart. the things that he wants us to do. The will that he has for us. Because, y'all, God will never forsake us. Mm-mm. I learned that in, like, not the hard way. But it took me time to realize that God will never let me down. He will never fail me. Ooh, ground from the cry. God will <laughs> never fail me. God will never let me down. I have a sense of peace in my life now where I wake up in the morning, I don't worry about anything. Right. I used to wake up. Don't cry. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, because I used to wake up and be thinking about, okay, I got to go to class. I got to do this. Right. I got to do that. And you saw today, I was kind of like a little anxious, but oh, yeah, I, about I, coming I, here. I kept praying. Mm-hmm. I kept praying. And that's what we need to do. And that fear and anxiety, you have to stay in prayer right. and being able to understand have the mindset Mm -hmm. god will never let you down he will never never bring you down a path where you you feel like there's nothing left right and if you are at that point in life you need to look towards god Mm -hmm. you need to understand that god will make a way exactly and and not only will it make a way to find you a solution but it will glorify him at the same time that's true it will glorify him um I want to speak about that, about having, like, you were having, she was having fear and anxiety on the way here because mm-hmm. we were scheduled at a certain time, mm-hmm. but we were kind of late. And, like, basically, she's trying to say, like, have faith over mm-hmm. fear, basically. Faith over fear. Because, faith. girl, faith could kill the fear. Oh. Like, that's the demons trying to make you, mm-hmm. you know. And I just, I just like, that pointed out to me because I've been praying about having faith because some things would get to me and I'd be like, oh. and my sister's like, you're a Christian. Why are you acting like that? You're supposed to have faith over fear. Mm. And when she said that, y'all, the Holy Spirit just <laughs> showed you. Like, get it together. Like, come on, girl. But yeah. So getting back into salvation, mm-hmm. I wanted to read something that I wrote. So in order to receive salvation, I, that's what I said earlier. I was going to um, talk, into, uh, talk about that. Mm-hmm. In order to receive salvation, we need to put aside our pride. That is one thing. See, Ooh, I was they ain't gonna like that. Oh, I'm not going to like that. <laughs> Guys, we need to give up these things that are keeping us in the world. God calls us to be set apart. So you, okay, so for example, um, being obsessed with yourself, your body, like, I know girls that, like, they go out to look for guys. Right. Like, not even in, like, a sexual type of way, but, they just like, do it, just, just to, to do find it. a boyfriend or anything. But like, it's not them, y'all. It's not, it's not them. Like, um, for example, like, Girls who post lustful things to make guys like want to swipe up on their story, mm-hmm. like thirst traps. Yeah, thirst traps, or po- who post themselves like half naked in right. order to get guys to come after them. It's not 
it's not a way to live as a Christian, you know? You have to give these these things up. It's if you don't, if you feel like inside you're like, well, God will forgive me. God knows my heart. That's pride. That's mm-hmm. pride. That's not good. So we have to give up our pride. We have to put our pride aside. And we need to come face to face with our sin. Right. If you know there's things that you're doing that is against God, you need to come face to face with it. And you, you need to come into prayer. You need to let Jesus come in and pay for that debt because he already paid for it. Mm-hmm. You just need to accept it. Right. People forget that they need to accept it. Just because he did it, that doesn't mean you accept it. Exactly. You have to let that pride go right. knowing that you have to get rid of these things in your life that is not, you know, fruitful of God. and mm-hmm. not of God. So we need to realize that our sin is not what has control over us and hand it over to Jesus. Right. We need to let go and let God. I know yes. a lot of people say that. Let go and let God. <laughs> let go and let God. We need to give it over to God because, guys, I know you're saying, well, I did this. Well, I prayed to God and he didn't answer me. <laughs> you are not. You're supposed to give it over to God. Exactly. In that moment, you you think you're in control. Mm-hmm. You need to let go and, ha- and let God have control. I realize that. I I did not. I was not letting God have control for like a long time. Wow. And like starting this year, I I prayed. I was like, Lord, I want to be a Proverbs thirty one woman. Mm-hmm. And people think that if they just call themselves that, they'll they're it. But it's uh-huh. a it's a journey. It, it is, is a journey. Oh my gosh, tell me about it. Me? I was literally just talking about. Right. Um. Yeah. Like dressing more modest. Mm-hmm. We was just talking about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it is a journey. So from January to now, I'm a whole different person whole different person oh yeah i see it for oh for i'm a whole <laughs> different person from me from january who used to be crying over guys depressed over a guy um what else being prideful mm-hmm. there's so much things i used to be anxious mm-hmm. i used to worry so much i'm just a whole different person i feel the peace of god right so when we receive that salvation and we hand everything over to god that peace just comes and cover you. Mm-hmm. And it's you feel it. You right. feel that peace. You feel you wake up and you just know it's in God's hand and you feel that peace. Right. It's we so was just beautiful. talking about this in the it's car. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So in order to receive that salvation, we need to repent of these sins and everything that is holding us back. But the enemy's not gonna like that. It's not gonna be easy. I'm it's not gonna not. T- I'm not gonna say it's gonna be easy. It's not easy at all. It's it not. took me years. I'm going to be, like, open. It took me years to get rid of the the sin of lust. It took mm-hmm. me so long mm-hmm. to find a way to let go of that, you right. know, to let God help me get rid of that. It took mm-hmm. me so long because I was prideful. I was prideful. I wasn't really letting God mm-hmm. in and giving him control. Right. So when we let go of that pride and, and come face-to-face with our sins and give God everything, we will recognize that we are sinners and receive Christ as our Savior who died so that God will forgive us for our sins. Amen. And pay for that debt. Amen. So that is the truth about salvation. I just wanted to get into that for a little. Also, I just want to say something, too, mm-hmm. about um, um, females nowadays. Like, you know, we tend to think that, like, you know, posting stuff like, thirst traps and everything is like gonna get attention from guys but it's not from the right guys and if you think about it god does everyone has a different like uh what is it called a different perspective perspective or mindset. mindset about different people and if you do follow god's word you know that man he's gonna be there for you if you live by the bible not just a proverbs 31 because a lot of people think 
Proverbs 31 is the only verse that's for like um women. like woman like mm-hmm. a good yeah. God-fearing woman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you read the Bible there's tons, tons of, verse of that verses that tells oh, you how yes. to be like a wife. Mm-hmm. Well, don't be a wife before the boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean like to be a good person right. before God sends the man to you because, you know, we are in a waiting season. Right. Just like in First Samuel, it teaches you exactly. how to be after God's own heart. Exactly. You see how everything connects. Right? Everything just connects. Literally so. I wanted to talk about being a true Christian and what it means to be after God's own heart. Like, mm-hmm. what, what do we do? So, what I said before, your desires are what God desires for right. you. Once we realize that God always has the best interest for us, we will never fail. I promise you. Amen. It may there may be moments where it feels like we're failing, mm-hmm. but in reality, it's we're going through that season. You're not going to always get everything right away. Right. It's there's always there's most of the time going to be a waiting period because God knows once we get that thing too early, we're gonna forget we're about not, God. Right. We're gonna forget about God and we're not gonna be able to handle that thing. Exactly. If you feel like it's taking a while to receive blessings, it's because God is having you wait. You are not ready yet. Usually, also too, um, um, there could be something blocking the blessing too that you have to give up to God in order for the other blessing to come in. And I learned that the hard way, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so we also need to walk as Christ did. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of the gospel. Exactly. You want to realize that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The gospels show how God, how Christ lived. Right. It shows how Christ, you know, treated other people, mm-hmm. how he spoke, what he taught, how we should live. Exactly. So when we look into the the four gospels, just just the four gospels, you know, like just look into the four gospels, it shows us exactly how Christ lived and how we should live. Mm-hmm. So we should do the things that Christ did. And I'm saying, not I'm not saying go overboard and walk in the streets and be like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm don't Christ. force religion on people. <laughs> don't force that. No, that's something that people loving way Mm -hmm. because that's what christ did he came Mm -hmm. in a loving way right that's that's stuff um people forcing religion on people please don't do that don't do that because god gave us free will so you can't just be like hey what you're doing is wrong because you know we all have friends that are you know in the world and in christ Mm -hmm. and like i don't force none of my friends to like i pray for them and everything because there's nothing wrong that even jesus had friends that was you know, not following his path. But, you know, just pray for them. But don't force your religion on them. Don't force them. But what I have here, so Jesus did walk in love and mm-hmm. righteousness. But at the same time, he did correct people. He corrected people, but in a loving way. Yeah, not he in a forcing in way. And be like, you're going to hell because Mm-mm. I'm Christ and I'm going to do what I want. And do all that. y'all going to hell. No, he, he actually... What he did, he taught in what like in what they understood. Yeah. Like, for example, when he taught shepherds, he would use shepherds and sheep as examples. Mm-hmm. So what he did, he didn't come in a way where he's gonna like I'm gonna send everyone in hell because in actually in John three sixteen through like eighteen he says he didn't. It says he did not come into the world to condemn us, but to show us like show us. Show us exactly That's exactly what, why Jesus came down mm-hmm. to earth to show us how yes, to exactly yes yes so. The point, the whole point is, yes, we should correct the people around us, but not in a but forcing not way. in a in a way where they feel persecuted. Exactly, not in a way where they feel like they have to leave the church because you are like attacking them. Mm-hmm. We need to correct, with and love. that's exactly why some people be like, "Oh, I'm not going to church because it's a diff- there's di- many different ways to show God's love to people." 
to encourage them to come back to church, you know. Mm-hmm. But in, in John 2, verse 13 through 22, we saw how Jesus, he went into his father's house, and he saw that it was being perverted. Basically, there was people selling in, in the temple, and he was mad. Oh, I remember when right. he flipped all the yeah, tape. Yeah, that was his zeal. So he corrected them, but it may not have been in a loving way, that w- what we would think, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a loving way. Right. Jesus through the tables, he said, you're not going to do this in my father's house. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, he, he made a promise. He said, this temple temple will be built up in three days. But people don't realize, <laughs> people don't realize that was his, that was his death and resurrection. Wow. That was his death and resurrection. So um, I also wanted to um, move on to when we want to be after God's own heart, we have to listen and do. So in James chapter one, verse 19 through 27, um, mine is headed with, Qualities needed in trials. So, verse 19. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not only hearers deceiving yourselves for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror for he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he he was but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this one will be blessed in what he does if anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not brittle his tongue but deceives his own heart. This one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit or orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. So I'm going to break that down. That was kind of long, but I'm going to bring it down. So I wanted to talk about verse 19. Oh, no, verse, yeah, verse 19 through 21. So, where it says, so then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. One thing that I wrote was, one thing that we are called to do is to not let our anger control what we do. Verse 20 says that human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Emphasis on the word that God desires. Remember, we're, we're trying to be after God's own heart. Right. So we need to be doing things that God desires. Um, because being after God's own heart means that we set aside what we want mm-hmm. and we set aside what our anger wants to do. When we do what God desires, when it comes to those moments where we're very angry and we want to like hit that person mm-hmm. or we want to react off of our anger, we shouldn't react without listening, without thinking before we speak and without cooling our anger. We're called to just calm ourselves down right you know and we, we're called to listen to the spirit before we act on anything mm-hmm. so when we we have those moments of anger like for example i had a friend that was very angry today he called me mm-hmm. and you know i calmed him down but also i could tell there was moments where he was listening to the spirit where right. he was thinking where he was praying you know so when we have those moments where we need to be slow to anger, mm-hmm. we need to calm ourselves down. Right. Matter of fact, we need to ask God for strength to calm yeah. ourselves down because we do not, 
<laughs> our strength is not from us, but it's from the Lord. Amen. God provides strength to I us. I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. that because I know a majority of people have siblings, mm. and we know how it get. You know, your brother, sister makes you mad, and you know, that's something I actually need to work on because me and my sister, we literally bump heads <laughs> every day. No, because no lie. M- me and my sister <clears throat> too. Right. Like, I don't know. I feel like, and people who don't have siblings, y'all cannot relate because they <laughs> literally are a pain. But, you know, we still love them at the end of the day. But, oh, of course. you know, sometimes we we have, not sometimes, we always have to be slow to anger and just don't let, you know, you know, don't have pride. Don't be angry. Just be after god's love right be understand that god wants us to be slow to anger Mm -hmm. he wants us to think before we speak and we need to listen to what the holy spirit moves us to do right um so that's what verse 19 through 21 i think it was through 21 was saying um to lay aside everything lay aside our anger lay aside the overflow of what our flesh wants us to do and put what god wants us to do first so in verse 22 through 25, um, it says, But be doers of the word and not, do, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not, forgetful here but a doer of the work this one will be blessed in what he does so what i wrote was people like to read their bible and agree with what it says but turn around and go against those exact same principles that god's word tells us not to do just because you read your Bible does not mean that, you know, you're, you're like we said this before that you're saved. Right. You need to be applying God's word to mm-hmm. your life. Everything yeah. that you read needs to be applied to what you do in life. Mm-hmm. Like you will see a shift in your spirit. You'll see a shift of in your course. character. Like, for example, me, I've changed so much since high school. Mm-hmm. I've applied God's word to my life. I've applied things that. You know, like principles from the Bible to my life and how I live. For example, like people like to, like for women, people look into Proverbs 31. They apply those things to their life because they see a shift in character. This is how God wants us to live. There is a season in my life where um, I was, I would say I was a prayer warrior. I'm not going to lie. You will catch me praying all the time. Also, um, praying doesn't. Well, there's many different ways people pray. People pray like this or that. Me, I'll be like this. Me too. I'm praying. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm praying. Literally <laughs> looking at you. No, because I literally pray my head too. Literally. I'm like, Lord, 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 mm-hmm. Lord. Just praying. In like, head. And yeah, and people usually think we will have to like, you know, like. Do, do oh, this oh or, my gosh. No, no, no. Because for real, I have a friend where they're like, you pray better. I'm just like, no. Like, don't have <laughs> yeah, that mindset. Don't. Like, Do not have that mindset. Different. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. The way you speak to God, it doesn't matter. Like, I literally have to explain all the time, like, this is me when I speak to God. Lord, guess what happened today? Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, And we were just talking about this earlier, having a friend. Like, talk to him as a friend. As not, a friend. Not like our father in horn oh, heaven, yeah. hallowed be thy name. <laughs> no, because, like, I'll start off my prayers like, dear Heavenly Father. Yeah, respectfully, but, of course. Respectfully, but then we'd be like, God. okay, God, so, you know yeah, what? Yeah, God, like, I yeah. literally be sitting in, in, in my, um, I'll be in my house, I'll be like, hey, Lord. 
why did he just right? And I'd be like, God, be for real, like, like yeah. Lord. Oh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes too. Oh my gosh! No, no, no! Wait, wait. God, be God's funny. sense of humor <laughs> is nothing compared to human um sense of humor. Oh my gosh! Yeah. God, be funny for it real. It do be funny, like. It, you just have to encounter it. Like, you just, you just have to see for yourself. <laughs> like, that's the thing. So when you apply God's instruction to your life, actually, if you ignore his extra- instruction, it's a, way of, it's a way of disrespect. It is. Because you're taking the time to read it. Why are you not applying exactly. it? Exactly. You're taking to the, to- the time to read it, and then not only, it's like you're you're hearing your parent talk to you, you hear it. But you're it, not doing it. But you're not doing it. You're walking away and just being like, the uh-uh, same thing I don't that care happened, what she's saying. The same thing that happened to Jonah in the well. Mm. He ran away from God, he and what, what the well God. did, ate That's, him for three days. Ooh, you ate. You ate. <laughs> <laughs> you ate just like the well. <laughs> No, but like oh you gosh. ate because that's literally an exact exact example. girl. That was God, not me. Oh. <laughs> that was an exact example. When we run from God's instruction, not only are you taking the time to open your Bible, you're reading your Bible. Right. Why are you not applying it? Exactly. Why not? You don't have to open it, but you're taking the time. You're taking the the opportunity to open your Bible and read it. That means that means something. It you does. Know? It Let it does. mean something in your life. Open your Bible mm-hmm. and actually apply it to your life. Because when you open your Bible and read it, that is just so disrespectful right. if you're gonna just turn around and just ignore everything that you just read exactly that's so disrespectful it definitely that, that, is. that's just mean it is like, and <laughs> people tend to forget y'all the bible is not really a bible it's most definitely alive mm, everyone tends the to word forget of God. Oh. it's alive Girl, I was just talking about that yesterday. Girl. Literally, literally, we're just talking about that. The <laughs> word of God is life. Lit- oh, so there was a part, or there was a TikTok that we were looking at, mm-hmm. and it was calling the word of God life. If we speak the word of God, he literally says, it says in the Bible, mm-hmm. the, um, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Right. When you read your Bible and you say it out loud, that is power. It is Amen. life. You're speaking life. Yeah. So life is in the word of God. Amen. See, I, even, I you just <laughs> taught me. Y'all, I'm learning. You're learning. We're all learning. So when you speak these out loud, you're not only people don't realize mm-hmm. that there's a spiritual world. We live we oh live gosh. in a physical and spiritual world. And there's a spiritual warfare going on. Every day. Every single day. And when you have those spiritual attacks, you're not supposed to sit there and just push through. Just whatever. You're supposed to speak life. What right. is life? The word of God. And praying Oh my gosh! Fasting, and not only, fasting, fasting, fasting. Mm-hmm. and not only that, we see that the word of God is also called the sword of the spirit. Right, okay, but the sword of the spirit is used in warfare. When we speak life, we're speaking the word of God. Mm-hmm. We are using it in the spiritual world, right? And we're fighting back. Exactly, we're fighting back against those spiritual attacks, against those spiritual warfare. Yeah. So, speaking life, the instructions are there. Mm-hmm. Everything is there. Peace is there. It is. Love is there. I also want to say, like, um, the the sword. Mm-hmm. Y'all, it's it's fire sword. Mm. Um, what else is there? Like protection wise over the spiritual right. realm. There's a lot like angels, like they all come down to help us. And also that I wanna um talk about that too mm-hmm. for like unanswered mm-hmm. prayers. Like, you know, um, you guys attend this is off topic, but Uh, This goes for me, too, like unanswered prayers, because I be praying a lot about, you know, different stuff. And like sometimes my prayers, they uh, God is always listening. Let's not forget that God is always listening, of course. But sometimes, you know, we just have to acknowledge like different stuff. Like I said, this is off topic. It's not related to Mm -hmm. what she's saying, but it just I'm just saying this because, you know, someone probably needs it. Mm -hmm. But 
when God is not listening, um, God is listening to your prayers. But if you're praying for like a specific item, I don't know. I feel like someone who's going to watch this is praying for something to be like idolized to them. So whoever this is for, please don't idolize whatever. Ooh, I feel the spirit talking to me. <laughs> but yes, whatever you're praying for, someone is. I said, oh my gosh, y'all. I don't know if it's me, but literally, I keep hearing. Um, I keep. Yeah, I gave it. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I feel the spirit telling me someone who's watching this video is definitely praying for something that they're going to be idolizing, but do not idolize it. Go to God. I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it was the spirit, mm. but I wasn't talking, so it was God. <laughs> but please, please. No, because that, that's, that's beautiful. It that's was. Beautiful. I, I could even talk. I could even That was talk. all God. That, that was, was God. God. <laughs> and actually, that was a form of serving others. So I want to get into that. Verse 26 and through, um, verse 26 and 27. Hmm. Verse 26 through 27 says, If anyone among you thinks that he is religious and does not brittle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religious is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Mm. So let's talk about it. Mm. So he's not saying if you don't go visit orphans and widows, you're a sinner. You're no. not You're not before God. What he's saying is we need to serve others. Exactly. What you just did was serving someone. Exactly. And look you how it just jumped into the right? next. <laughs> You're saying it was off topic, but it was so on that topic. Was God. That was God. That was God. <laughs> You're saying it was off topic. It was so on topic. It was. We need to serve others. People who look at others who are in need mm-hmm. and say, well, that's not my problem. And they just turn the other way. Ooh, they not going to like that. Oh, they not going to like that. <laughs> they are not going to like that. I know people who will literally sit there and, sit and, and look at someone in need and say, well, I need to fend for myself. I need to look at my own my own interests. Mm-hmm. I need to look after myself. But right. in the Bible, <laughs> Jesus literally died on the cross for us. Which it, is for he, everyone. He, for everyone. So he was not looking after himself. Exactly. He was serving us. Exactly. He was serving us. So we are called to serve others too. We are called to serve others in need. For example, oh like I, have a, I had a friend who was at one point, they needed my help. Right. And it was financial wise. So I helped them. But in my heart, I was like, Lord, don't make it so that I'm like, oh, he better pay me back or she better pay, pay mm. me back or she better do da 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 You know, I want to serve others to the point where it's like I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it to show the yep. glory of the Lord, the kindness, the loving kindness of the Lord and how mm-hmm. and what it means to actually serve others, right. to show people that. I'm not doing this for my own interest. I'm not doing this to in order to show that I'm a good person, mm-hmm. but just to show how loving God is and how he changed me yeah. to be the loving person that I am now. I want to speak about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying that how you don't want to think about, oh, well, he better hold me back. Mm-hmm. If you stop thinking about that, I promise you, and you think about how the way God thinks, more of God, less of you, mm. always say that, you're not going <laughs> to ever think about, oh, well, I forgot you owed me back. You're not going to think about that because you're doing things out of kindness and not only for yourself to have a good image on yourself, but also for God, from God. And don't, also don't um, be like, okay, well, let me just do it because I know God's going to bless oh, me after. Nah, don't nah, do nah, that because that's the wrong mindset. That's, it's, you're not supposed to think about that. You should always think of genuineness, gen- genuineness <laughs> and you know thinking about god instead of yourself so right. i always pray for more of god and less of you back to serving others i wanted to read a bible verse it's mm-hmm. philippians 2 um verse 4 it says let each of you look out not only for his own interest 
but also for the interest of others. So this command calls us not only to look at our own interests, but also the well-being of the people around us Mm -hmm. and the people who need help. So when we put our pride aside, because that's the thing that stops us from helping other people, our pride. Mm -hmm. We think about our own selves. We Mm -hmm. have pride. We are like, oh, well, this is going to hurt me financially. Well, this is not going to, this is going to turn my day. Like, this is going to make me late for work. Right. But when we think about others, I promise you, it's like a whole thing. Like, God does it intentionally. Because listen, say, for example, you need to get, you're going to work and someone asks you for a ride somewhere and they really need to get there, like, for example, to buy diapers for their child. Mm Mm-hmm. God will make a way. Don't worry about being late to work. If God is pushing you to, hey, you know, help this person out, because not not all the time will you have to do it for the person. There's times where you can say no. That's that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But if God is pushing you to help this person out, don't worry about being late to work. Don't be, worry about being late to this and the third. Don't worry about it because God will always make a way for mm-hmm. you. For example, like um. You helped the person out, and you they you brought them where they needed to be, and you came back, and then you went to work. Right? Maybe your manager won't be mad. Exactly. Maybe you won't even your manager won't even notice. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might even probably be clocked in. Already. Right. <laughs> you Maybe know? you might get extra money right. on that paycheck. You never know. <laughs> you never know. God's blessings are always in disguise, right. and once you see them, you're like, whoa exactly whoa like oh my <laughs> gosh you know you just reminded me like um serving others y'all one thing about god if you really serving god he's gonna put you through tests and let mm. me tell you something you never know who you might walk into it could be an angel y'all so this person went to the grocery store this story is like common but i don't know just listen. Oh my gosh, so, I might have the same story as you. I'm baby, gonna say that baby. Go ahead. So this person went to the grocery store, right? And she had a baby. The baby was like months, like almost newborn. And basically what happened was she knew dang well she had enough money for what she um, you know, what she needed. But something was like, you know, just take more not something. The Holy Spirit was like, just take more than what you need. Knowing she did not have money. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So then after that, she went to the cash register. Um, the lady was like, you know, this is how much you owe. And she's looking in her wallet, and she's like, oh, well, she doesn't have that much. And she's just, like, waiting in line, like, things she doesn't know what to do. The lady behind her was like, I got you. The lady, if I could remember, had blonde hair. Um, she was a white woman, and she just was, like, white. Not, like, skin color, but, like, her presence was, like, white. Like, the clothes and everything. Wow. If you know, you know. After that, the lady was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. She's like, no problem. She walks away. The lady gets her food. Tries to go outside to thank um, the woman. The woman wasn't there. If you know who the woman was, it was an angel. That's why you have to, um, what is it called? That's why you have to serve others. Mm. And that's why you never know who you're encountering. Be nice. Right. Exactly. Actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't so nice in my, in oh, my uh, no. okay, only in my mind, though. Okay. Not, but, you know, God knows everything. God knows what we're thinking. He knows our heart. But so I went to the deli with my siblings, right. my two little siblings. Okay, so <laughs> there was a man behind us, and he just started talking, and I'm like, who is this man? Okay, he was white, and he was like, he was just talking to them, and then um, he was asking my brother and sister what they want to be when they're older. I'm like, bro, I hate 
talking to people. <laughs> I, I'm the type, I get it from my dad. I'm, right. I'm, I'm not a social person at first, but mm-hmm. when you start talking to me, I'm like smiling and right. all over the place, right? So I'm just like, oh, I don't want to have a conversation right now. I did not want to talk. So the guy is asking them what they wanted to be when they're older. They say it. My sister's like, I want to be a police officer. And then my brother tells him that I want to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So then he starts explaining. He actually starts explaining the exact process that he goes through because he, I guess he, he works for the CIA or the FBI. Ooh. And he, you wouldn't even know it if you saw him. And he's like, well, tell your sister, knowing I'm right there and I can hear him, he's, right. he explains the whole process of how he can sit and get paid. Just just sit there, go to public, sit at his house, and just get paid. And he works for the FBI or at CIA or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, is he giving me advice without like, actually talking to me? Mm-hmm. Right. So now at first I'm like, okay, that's weird. So then <laughs> he asks my brother what his name is. And he tells him, and my brother's name is Elijah. And he asked my brother, what is the story of Elijah? Like, what is it? Like, what's the Girl. story behind it? And then I was like, you better know this. Because I've, I've told my brother this story before. So he asked me. I'm like, I was like, you better know this. He's like, okay, so what's the story? And I told him exactly. And then he's like. Right, and um, basically in the story it was like, oh, he Elijah was um, basically the prophet of God and everything, and he was going against the false gods, and God, it was God. It was basically a moment where God versus the false gods, and basically, you know, in the end, God yeah. wins. Of course. <laughs> Always. So fast forward, he tells me a message. He's like, you need to, like he says, what we tend to forget is God's, God says that he is I am. Mm-hmm. I am does not mean I he was mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't mean he will be it is he wi- he is right. and he will always be right i am is the present the the past and, and the, the future. future he is he will always be so he basically gives me that word so then we, i'm like okay <laughs> you know and i i, I didn't want to talk anymore right. cuz i'm i'm not that social mm-hmm. out outside so so i was like yeah thank you so much but the word still stuck to me right so then i go to the registers mind you my mom sent me to the grocery store with her money so i go to the Mm -hmm. registers right he's at the red box thing right and then i'm about to pay i'm about to hand the cash over and he walks up to us i'm like dang he's walking up to us oh my gosh i don't want to talk anymore (laughs) he takes his car he's like guys you know what this is and i'm not paying attention to him he's just talking to the kids he's like you know what this is and then he just sticks his card into their card reader (gasps) he's like and you just do this tap the green button and do that and he just walks away before i can even say thank you he walks away (laughs) he walks away before i can even say thank you i'm like i'm literally lost first i'm looking at him i'm like that was, that was the angel and oh, you of course, of course. And you know what he said before he left what pay he it forward and he left that's one Wait, thing. he said what he said pay it forward what it what it means is if someone does something good for you do good for someone else oh like pay a train forward. yes basically you can make me beat you up you <laughs> oh my gosh so, you better ask for forgiveness girl oh of course i I'm, I, I already do oh, of, course, you know? of course and i'm like Dang. oh god like i feel bad for like thinking like i don't want to talk to him but you know it's just me mm-hmm. no so, that's crazy he said pay it forward so i turned around and i'm like i'll pay for you to the lady my mom gave me 50 dollars mm-hmm. so basically I was said, it enough oh it was more than you enough see how god- she literally had three flowers and you know what she told me she was like yeah i'm about to go to the cemetery right now to um put flowers on my husband's grave he and i was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry for your loss and she said no he died like a few years ago like three four years ago you know i've come to terms with it but you know i'd like to go every now and then to put new flowers at his Mm -hmm. grave so i didn't force the religion i didn't force my religion on her right i showed her god's love 
Oh. I paid it forward, you know? Ooh, look at how I paid it forward. That is what, what is it? Serving <laughs> others. Oh, my bad. Right, right. I was going to say um, the title. <laughs> right. No, but that that is serving others. Mm-hmm. And serving others is part of being after God's own heart. Right. So he did that for me. Mm-hmm. I chose to pay it forward and do that for her. That is a, an example of paying wow. or serving others. So, <laughs> I'm like, but I'm honestly... Honestly, the way it happened is kind of sad, but the ending is a beautiful right, ending. Right, You know, I showed her God's love. Exactly. And he showed me God's love. Exactly. He's, <laughs> was, I mean, he was so an angel. Like. Like, that was most definitely an angel. Duh. Like, he was tall. He was like, I was just like, who is he? No, like, also, I was going to say, um, y'all, angels, you would not know if it's an angel. Mm-mm. They literally look like a normal person. You wouldn't, You can't tell if an angel's a human or actual angel. You would never know. It's not even that they disguise it good, but, like, you just wouldn't know. So be kind to everyone. Right. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, she got another word, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, when the Holy Spirit be talking to me. He be talking. He be talking. He be talking. Bro, you remember when I was telling you, um, I wanted to talk about angels, yes. and I knew I was going to talk about so crazy. And, y'all, I literally was like, girl, it's off topic. Like, what's she talking about Oh, my gosh, for? yeah. Like, Honestly, <laughs> I'm so happy I got close to God. I could literally... Y'all wouldn't you believe can feel it. it. No, but like when you when God speaks it, you feel you feel it. it. You feel excited, like to the point where you just are so excited you can't even speak. Ex- you remember how stuttering? Yep, oh yep, yep. But like being after God's own heart is this is just the you see the joy. Oh you my see the God! Peace? And this is my first podcast. Exactly. And, uh, you see the God. joy and the peace in it, that cry. you receive when you are after God's own heart. Exactly. Yeah. I wanted to end off here because we are running out of time, but I wanted to just speak about like you know the just sum it all up about mm-hmm. being after God's own heart like don't be scared if you truly want to live for God you're gonna want to desire the things that he has so with the whole part of being prideful it's hard to let go of your pride it's really hard but once you let that go I promise bro I promise it's not gonna come right away because things take time to marinate right it's not going to come right away. Nothing comes like this. Nothing mm-hmm. will come like this. There's going to be a time where you're waiting. There's going to be a time where, you know, you're going to see yourself slowly shift. It never happens right away. Never. It takes never years. happens right away. Like, it just takes time Everything is to slowly yeah. shift, you know? Mm-hmm. So when we're after God's own heart, you will see yourself change. You will see the things that you want change. You're Like, for example, I used to be like, not really materialistic, but I'll say I was materialistic. I wanted things that were material-wise. But I see that I've changed. Like, I don't really care about what I have materi- material-wise because mm-hmm. I know I got God. Like, right. God is the <laughs> best thing that you could ever have. Y'all. God is the best person. The be- oh, my gosh. He's my best friend. He is. God is my best friend. More than I a friend. I can turn and just talk to God. Like, <laughs> you know how many times? Okay, God really, he he's funny. Like we said before, <laughs> God is funny. I literally was, there was a point in time where something happened. And usually, I, as I said before, I run to my friends. Right. There was a point where no one picked up. He's <gasps> like, I'm not going to, they're not going to oh, pick up. Oh, that was God. I called everyone on my phone. No one picked up. I was like, fine, you God. got to talk to him. Fine, <laughs> cause that's that's a, that's that's an example of letting go of your pride. Exactly, that's an example. I knew he wanted me to talk to him, but I was like, but she's like, I want to talk to someone. Like, right. I want to talk to someone. Like, it, it's it's very common. You want to talk to someone that you can see. Exactly, that you can like, cause we're humans. You know, we want that like that um physical type of thing. Mm-hmm. But when you turn to like the spiritual, spiritual? Time, when yeah. you turn to spiritual it's when you speak different. to God spiritually it's way different so when I when I that was a point where I was like okay God I'm gonna start talking to you more mm-hmm. because just because he doesn't give me a response in that moment he can he can speak to you in that moment 
But oh, just yeah, because he sure. doesn't, doesn't mean that he didn't hear you. Sure. Doesn't mean that he won't respond to you because he can respond to you in things that you won't you won't even notice if you're not uh, spiritually if you're not spiritually woke. awoke. Discernment. Yep. Pray for discernment. Pray for discernment. Yeah. You need to be prayed for discernment. It's a lot. <laughs> it's but, a lot. Yeah. So being after God's own heart, you need to desire what He desires for you. You need to be able to. Feel comfortable to talk to him because God just wants to hear from you. He, even though he saw what you did throughout the day, just speak to him. Mm-hmm. Just be like, Lord, I went to work today. I was so tired, but, you know, you got me through it. You know, thank exactly. him. Praise him. Because you need to realize your breath is not, you're not giving yourself breath. God is giving you breath. Waking up in the morning is not by your own might. It is God waking you up in the morning. That just shows that you have a purpose in this world. If you wake up another day, it shows that God has something in store for you. God has something for you, and you have a purpose in this life. If you feel like you have no purpose in your life, you do. You have purpose. Mm -hmm. And as God, not only does it show, not only will it be um, fruitful for you, but it will show god's glory yes everything everything you do if it is of god you are showing god's glory you are show you you don't know who's looking at you You never know. actually i wanted to bring this up before we end Mm -hmm. i went to the (laughs) i went to go get my hair done the other day Mm -hmm. you know but (laughs) and i was speaking to a girl and i was like yeah you know i asked her to pray over my wig first time i ever did that because i asked her to pray over my wig i was like actually i forgot i i'm gonna ask you something weird it might be weird to you but can i get my kid before you put on my head can i get my wig and can i pray over it she's like yeah that's fine it's not weird i was like yeah you know because you know i'm christian i was just trying to explain it to her and she's like yeah no no no. i've seen your tiktoks all the time i'm like what i promise you you don't know who's looking at you you don't know who's, i was like oh my gosh that's so what? embarrassing and I, it's not it's not embarrassing i only thought it was the only reason why I said it was embarrassing is because, like, dang, I don't, I don't think anyone's looking at me. Exactly. I just be doing my own thing, and I just be focusing on God. I don't think people are looking at my TikToks. I don't think people be listening to my podcast. But in reality, they people do. are looking at you for an example. You need to live a Christ-led life because mm-hmm. people are looking. So yeah. that's why I wanted to end off. Wait, I, don't know if I wanted to say to, something. Yeah, <laughs> I want to add. Okay, also, another thing I want to add was, like, when you said people was looking, you might be, like, um, ashamed or embarrassed and don't be ashamed because if you are ashamed of god he's gonna be ashamed mm. of you and don't do that what and was he gonna do he's gonna spit you out just like i remember was saying right, that earlier. right he's gonna spit you out mm-hmm. and basically like you know don't be ashamed because me growing up i was raised in a christian household and like you know i've known i've known god my whole life but me like spreading the gospel it kind of took time for me to like spread the gospel like posted because you know like I don't want you're people worried think, about what people think. Yeah, about you. remember I seen that in the car? Oh my gosh, I was seen that in the car. I was like, yeah, she, that person thinks about what people think about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then honest, honestly, like, what basically I'm trying to say is like, don't be ashamed, don't be embarrassed, because at the end of the day, when we go to heaven, uh, okay, stress, we're gonna end off stress. here. No, because actually. <laughs> Before we end off, once you once you start posting about God, once you start living for God, you're gonna see a comfort. You're you're not gonna oh be gosh, you're not gonna be anxious about, about that. that. You're gonna feel comfortable with talking about God. You're gonna yeah. feel comfortable. Like y'all, do you see like this podcast? People are looking at me. Like I, I could have been like, oh, they're gonna think I'm lame. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, what you guys <laughs> say about me? I'm living for the Lord. <laughs> but let's end off here because we run out of time. But thank you guys so much for watching. If you guys enjoyed this podcast episode, don't forget to follow. It is Psalms 46 
five on all platforms. Yeah. Actually, you're going to be on more episodes. I hope you know that. <gasps> oh, my gosh. This, this honestly, <laughs> this I loved it. This episode eight. It definitely it did. really did. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to tune in the next episode. Follow my Instagram at sa.mara, M-A-R-A-H-H. Or updates because mm-hmm. I post when I when I'm about to post a new episode. So stay tuned. Amen. Don't forget to um actually search up Psalms forty six five on our YouTube channel if you want to watch the video. If you're listening, mm-hmm. we're also on YouTube. So yeah, I think you want to say anything else to end off. Um, I just went off with a prayer. That's oh yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead. Okay, you, you know pray. you praying. I'm praying, y'all. <laughs> okay, everyone, close your eyes and bow your heads. Yep. Our Father in heaven, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. Father God, I just want to say thank you so much for like leading um, Samara to come down here safely and let us go back um, up there safely. Father God, I just want to say thank you so much for letting us have the opportunity to come t- to come over here and get on this podcast and you know help other people out there who are in need of listening to us. And just thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. Continue to forgive us for all of our wrong sins and continue to guide us in the right path. And the people who are watching, I ask that you give them knowledge and wisdom and continue to have your spirit by their side. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye.